You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yeah. Don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you want to mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you want to jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Yeah. Hello everyone, I am Matt Minnick and this is Coach Speak. And we're going to get back a little bit to the roots of Coach Speak and kind of where it came from. Obviously that's the term that people like to use to refer to the way that coaches like to talk to the media and I have you know I kind of started it off as, as a way to to translate you know to to be the person that uh, spoke the language and could kind of uh, let everybody else know well what is what does Taylor really mean when he's saying this what is Anarumo what, what do Callahan really mean when they're saying this so I want to kind of get back to the roots in that a little bit I know um, this week I wrote an article, a film room article on Cam Taylor Britt. Uh, obviously a lot of talk about Taylor Britt. People liked him a lot coming out of the draft. And because of Eli Apple's inconsistencies and how frustrating of a player he can be sometimes, uh, giving him some big plays, People were, were, were really excited for the potential to get him in there. Now, Eli Apple gave up a big play in this game. He did not get benched. Uh, like, just to be clear, Eli Apple was in the game after giving up that big touchdown pass. And, in fact, if you really pay attention, even when Cam Taylor Brick came in the game and it kind of appeared, if you weren't really focused on it, uh, that Taylor Britt finished the game, um... They, the Falcons put together a long drive where they ended up scoring a touchdown, and when they got into the red zone, Eli Apple was on the field. Uh, the Bengals took Taylor Britt off the field because of that situation, because, hey, we're down in the red zone, we trust our guy Eli more. Okay, so don't think he got, uh, you know, doghoused or, or booted or kicked to the curb or anything. Expect Eli Apple to start next week. Now, what Anna Rumo said, again, getting back to how I started this about uh, getting back to the roots of Coach Speak, Anna Rumo talked about this after the game, and he, he said, look, Eli's fine with it. This was the plan. Uh, he said going into it, like, this was the plan uh, to get Cam Taylor Britt some reps in this. Um, you know, you look at it, they might have thought that it was an opportunity to do it. They might have thought, hey, we got a good game plan. We think we can beat this team. Um, we're going to have that opportunity. Um, I'm sure that, that played a factor in it. All right, but now, you know, Taylor Britt's availability. Um, they really had a depth issue at corner uh, past Apple. You know, what was going to happen at that inside corner spot if something happened to Apple or Woozy? So that makes it a little bit different there that, hey, you know, in, in uh, Anna Rumo's words, in a perfect world, 
we wouldn't sub in uh, defensive backs, but this isn't a perfect world. So that kind of accounts for the, the potential of an injury and, and not wanting to throw Taylor Britton to the deep end when you had no other recourse. Um, so I think that's part of it. Uh, but, you know, what's the perfect world? You know, like, what, what, what does that really mean? You know, is, is he talking about injuries? Or is he talking about, ah, I got to be like, Apple, this not that consistent? I mean, you can, you can split hairs on that and try and get into that a little bit, too. What we know is that Anna Rumo weeks ago, when asked, asked about uh, the potential of subbing in Dax Hill, went off about how you don't do that with defensive backs and how that's the general policy around the league, um, everywhere he's ever been, it's his policy. It, I'm, I'm 100% with that. Um, I cut my teeth coaching defensive backs. I mean, I, like, defensive backs are my baby. Like, that, that, that's, um, that's, that's what I do, really. And um, from all of the people that I've been around, because I'm a, I, I love to learn. I'm, you know, I'm not just uh, from people I work with, but, you know, going out in clinics and talking to people. I can remember, like, one person that ever talked about someone defensive the backs. Uh, it was a guy at Boston College years ago. I don't even remember what, uh, I don't know. It was, it was, it was <laughs> this staff before the, the guy from Miami came in. Like, it was years ago. I don't even remember the name of the guy. But, they, like, they, they would sub in guys so they recovered in case of injuries. Doesn't really happen with corners. And even when you're winning games, like, when you're winning games, that's usually the last person you sub out. Like, the defensive backfield, you're like, you're not taking out your defense because you don't want to give up one score because all of a sudden you give up one score. Like, like it's one thing, hey, you don't put together enough of the drive. All right, well, it didn't change the lead. But if, if you uh, give up some points, all of a sudden it's like, well, do we have to put our starting quarterback back in? So you take out your defense last, and especially your defensive backfield, uh, because of that, that potential. Um, they do have to have some camaraderie, some communication to trust each other. Certainly is the case, and there's nobody behind them, so you got to be able to trust them to do what they're supposed to do and to make a tackle in those situations. So it's interesting here, though, because he said that, and they talked about there being the situation, and they thought they had the game in the hand. That's that's what he, that's what. Uh, really, Anaruma said too is, well, we we're planning on getting involved, and we thought we had the game in hand, uh, so we went with Taylor Britt. Um, the game was in hand. Maybe you don't want to put two rookies out there at once, but the fact of the matter is, the game's in hand, and you didn't put Dax Hill in at, uh, at safety. Now, he did get a lot of reps and a lot of love uh, throughout the preseason at that free safety position with Jesse Bates. Uh, not available during camp uh, due to his contract situation. So maybe they feel more comfortable with him in a emergency situation. An emergency situation, excuse me. But still, like it's like, all right, reading the tea leaves, uh, there is a potential here. Now, I, I am not saying, I, I don't see this change happening quickly. Um, you know, there's people like, ah, bye week's coming up. Yeah, you know, he's gonna take it by the bye week. If, if somebody gave me a week, a like a high-low on when do I expect Eli Apple to no longer be starting, I am going deep into the season. Um, I, I don't see that, that happening as quickly as, as some might like, as, as we might expect. Because I think there is still a high level of trust there. Uh, there's a lot of things that are going to need to happen for that, for that to come together. So, 
Don't expect it to happen that soon. But Anna Rumo did say that was the plan last week. That's going to be the plan this week. So we should expect, despite his feelings about rotating deep into backs, we should expect to see a rotation at the corner position and to see some uh, of Taylor Britt this, uh, this week uh, and in the coming weeks. Uh, but, hey, last week when they got into the goal line, they didn't, they didn't play him. Uh, whether it's a package thing uh, that, you know, maybe they're not as comfortable with him running those those plays, uh, or it's a, you know, like, maybe they're just going to play him in the base situation thing, uh, you know, in the, in the base parts of the field. Um, or if it's a trust thing down there, like, well, we're, we're giving him a shot, but we're not going to do it here where the scoring can happen lightning fast. And there's, you know, no other options. Uh, you know, that stands, stands to be seen. So we'll see if he plays in some different situations or if it's just a base situation or if they give him complete drives, whatever it is. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, it was really, really hard to evaluate Taylor Britt. Like I said, I put together a film room. I, I only used three clips because I didn't want to be redundant. The fact of the matter is that team wasn't throwing the ball much, so you didn't see a ton there. I, I tried to break down every little bit of minutia I could without, you know, being tedious um, and not fun to read, but there's a lot more that stays to be seen. He wasn't targeted, uh, you know, they didn't really pressure him too hard, like there were some eh, things in the run game, uh, you know, some good and some bad there, but, like, we gotta see a lot more of him. Let's, to paraphrase the late great Denny Green, who I grew up watching when I, when I grew up in Minnesota, uh, you want to crown them, crown their ass, right? But we're not going to crown his ass right now, okay? Um, let's give it some time, all right? Another thing that Anna Rumo talked about was that he, he said he, he coached Xavier, uh, Xavier Howard during his rookie season in Miami, and he said, hey, being in the year, he wasn't Xavier Howard, okay? He, he, he talked about that. He's like, he, that, that's not who he was. He wasn't that guy yet. So, you know, I think they're trying to get his feet wet a little bit. He didn't have the same opportunities that Hill did, uh, throughout camp with the injury, he hasn't had the same opportunities, but they want to get his feet wet and get him going, but I don't think that they're going to make a, a full-time move in the near future, and I think Eli Apple is going to be an important contributor to this football team all through the year. Um, count on it, book it, all right? Don't expect it to go away. Um, He's going to be important. And maybe Taylor Britt takes the job at some point. I think he probably does. But I think it's, gonna be, it's just going to be later than, than we're anticipating. Um, Eli Apple's still going to be an important part of this football team. He's going to have a role. He's going to come in. He's going to make some big plays. Um, some key plays, some important plays, some big stops. So count on that. All right? Eli's not going away this year. Um, Taylor Britt's going to take the job I, probably at some point. All right? Not as soon as we think. He's going to have a very, very steep learning curve. Um, and, and that could be another really good thing, too, because now, you know, if, if Taylor Britt starts five games this year, maybe a playoff game or two, um, now you've got a corner that's got some experience in there, which is great because you don't want to necessarily go into next year with two guys who are very green in the defensive backfield. Like, that would be a big concern coming in with, with him and Hill was probably not going to see a ton of action throughout the year, all right, uh, but we expect to start at free safety next season. So that's uh, that's my take. That's kind of how uh, I see all of this playing down and where I see it. Um, you know, like, 
the situation is different uh, between Hill and Taylor Britt. All right, but obviously there's there's both the confidence uh, in Taylor Britt, you know, and the, the feeling of the need to make a, a quicker move there. I also think corner is an easier position um, from a mental standpoint uh, from from what you're doing. I mean, like they're asking a lot of those guys, but uh, I, I think there is a little bit more of a learning curve mentally at the safety position, in particular for a guy like Dex Hill who played. You know, it's sim- more similar to like a slot role in Michigan. All right, people people say he didn't play in the deep field zone. He did. It, it, he just didn't do it all the time. Um, and it's his versatility that they like. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's a little bit of a different scenario there. All right. Uh, I think both these guys are going to be really good in the future. I think we're going to see more and more of both of them throughout the year uh, with maybe Taylor Britt taking over at some point. But again, don't cut count Eli out. All right, I think I kind of repeated myself like eight times there. So I guess it's time to wrap this up. But thank you for tuning in to Coach Speak. If you haven't checked out my article, go take a look at it. Check it out on my Twitter, too. I put up some, some other clips of him that I didn't use. Um, yeah, I try to stay with the positive stuff because there, there was one play I didn't love. <laughs> I was going to break it down, the, the crack replace where he didn't really replace. Um, but I was just like, eh, there's not enough positives to throw that in there. I don't want people thinking I'm down on him. Uh, but look, there's just going to be some some things he's going to need to clean up. He just needs to get faster with the way he processes things, faster with the way he understands things, uh, catch up to really the speed of the NFL game. I'm Ed Minnick. This is Coach Speak. Who day?